Revelation 6. So if you've got your Bible, open it up. And if you write in your Bible, get a pencil out. We're going to read from 1 to 10. So it says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbour. For each will have to bear his own load. Let the one who is taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then... As we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. We're going to unpack this a little bit today. Um, But I feel like the Lord is saying to us, don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't grow weary in well-doing. It's really easy to become weary when you're just doing the right thing and you're facing lots of challenges and you you can get tired and worn out easily, right? So the Lord is just, I feel like today he just wants to go and breathe, breathe a breath of fresh air in because he's like, guys, there's another six months of the year, well, five and a half now, it's halfway through July and the best is yet to come right? We're not going to faint and we're not going to lose heart. We're going to power on for the gospel, all right? So we'll start at verse 1. Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourselves lest you too be tempted. Is there anyone spiritual in the house? ask that question again. Is there anyone spiritual in the house? Yes. You should all say yes. I'm looking around the room and you're all born again. So that means you are born of the spirit. Therefore, you are spiritual, right? All right. Here, Paul gives us a picture of godly confrontation and restoration. That sounds nice, doesn't it? That sounds lovely. I want us all to grow as a community who are not afraid of the process of restoring one another in love. 
it shouldn't be a scary thing. Because if I fall, it hurts you. And if you fall, it hurts me. Because we're one body. So it's in our best interest that we're all doing well. And if we ever forget who we are, like Nadine was saying, where is she? I can't even see her. If we ever forget who we are, we all have a responsibility to say, hey, there's a better way. You've just forgotten. Okay? Can we do that for one another? I give you permission to do it for me. I want, I want us to be able to do that. The important thing is heart posture needs to be what? A spirit of gentleness, a spirit of love. We want to restore one another. That word restore um, means to mend as a net and it can be likened to restoring a broken bone, right? So when a doctor, has anyone broken a bone? I haven't actually broken one. But I imagine it would be painful when they're trying to put it back into place. Is that painful? Not when you're, not when you're on drugs. <laughs> but I imagine like it's a little bit painful, but it's good for you that it gets aligned, right? So sometimes these conversations, they might be uncomfortable, but it's good for us to be aligned. Amen. Number two, verse two, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? To love. Bear one another's burdens. Bear. The Greek word there means to lift, to carry, to uphold or support. We're called to do this for one another. To lift, to carry, to uphold or support. Burdens are heaviness, weight, trouble. This is what love looks like. It's more just than just saying, oh, I love you. <laughs> Sometimes it's getting your hands dirty and it's getting in the mess and it's helping carry weight, right? You know, over the years, I've noticed a trend within Christian community and usually, I would say 90% of the time, when people go through tough patches in life, or when they're dealing with heavy, weighty things, or even struggling with sin and unbelief, the majority of people, I've noticed, when it's all going down and life's hit the fan, they take a step back. Sometimes one step. Sometimes they'll like, <laughs> take lots of steps back. But the invitation of family is that we would lean in. Because it's really hard to help someone bear their burdens, it's it, to carry their burdens. It's hard to help someone when they're all the way over there, when they disappear off the radar. And so as a family, 
I want to encourage you when you're going through tough stuff, when you've got a burden, when life's hitting the fan, what do we do? Take a step in. Right? I need some people. Sharon, Sam, Tom. Front row. Come on. <laughs> Come on, front row. I want you to stand in a circle. We'll, we'll stand around a circle. We're going to stand in a circle, right? Family of God. We're, we're demonstrating the family of God. There is no hierarchy here. We all have gifts and callings, right? But there's not a hierarchy. And usually we should be, we should be linked in, charging together, right? But uh-oh, I'm, you know, no, I, I will be the person. I'm, I'm having a tough time and I've got some burdens. Now, sometimes people will just take a step back and I'll just sort this out because I feel uncomfortable being here because I've only got 5% to give and you guys are all charging on 100%. So I'm just going to step back over here because it feel I feel a bit weird over there but I'm dealing with all this stuff right <laughs> I want to encourage you guys to get in the middle I just need to be in the middle I need to plant myself in the middle of these fiery hungry Jesus lovers because they're going to be worshiping and they're going to have a word in season right? And they're going to be praying for me. And all of a sudden, like, yes, my, my weight is heavy, but my eyes are going to start to be lifted, right? Because I've got the strength of everyone around me. Praise God for this fiery bunch. <laughs> Amen. Okay, you can go now. <laughs> can I encourage you? If, yeah. Get in the middle. It's okay for you to raise a flag and just say, I'm struggling. There's no, there is no condemnation in that. Like, like we're here to journey through life together. We're here to bear one another's burdens. We're here to help each other. Right? Amen. All right. It's the strategy of the enemy to isolate people, by the way. He loves to get people isolated because then he can have a field day up here, mostly up here. And he'll throw other stuff at you, but it will mostly be here. And if you don't have people in your life constantly being like, come on, come on, let's worship. I'm going to pray for you. Here's something the Lord told me today. I know that you're not hearing him right now, but let me tell you what he told me. Like that fills your mind, it renews your mind without you even trying, just being with the family, right? That's what we're called to do for one another. Don't let the enemy take you out because you're not on your own, you've got back up. Praise God. All right, verses three, verse three to five. For if anyone thinks he's something when he is nothing, he deceives himself so don't think that you're don't think more highly of yourself than you should than you should 
But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbour. For each one will have to bear his own load. Hang on a second. In verse 2, we're told to bear each other's burdens, but in verse 5, we are told to bear our own load. Is this a contradiction? No. No, it's not. I'll tell you why. Two different Greek words. This is why we need the Strongs. It's why we need to look up what it is, right? Verse 2 is a word meaning heavy burden. Verse 5 describes a soldier's pack. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to quote a little bit from the Wearsby Bible Commentary. He states, We should help each other bear the heavy burdens of life, but there are personal responsibilities that each man must bear for himself. All right? So, for example, if my car breaks down, a friend can help me by driving my kids to school. Yeah? but they won't assume the responsibilities of being a mother to my children, right? That's my job. Only I can do that. Does that make sense? That's my backpack to carry. I don't get to just palm that off to someone else. Fulfilling the law of Christ does not mean taking on everyone else's backpack, right? It's a it's really important distinction to make because otherwise you're going to burn out and get taken out in the process. All right. Verse 6. Let the one who is taught the word shed all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Now here... Paul is illustrating a principle. That principle is we reap what we sow. Right? We've heard all that before. Verse 8, for the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. If I am a farmer and I go... And plant wheat, what can I expect to grow? Wheat, praise God. If I'm a student and I listen to my teachers, I take notes and I complete my assignments and study hard, what can I expect will happen? I'll get good grades, right? We know where we're going. If I'm a believer and I pray and I read the word and make time to abide in the Lord, what can I expect I will reap? Not only eternal life, but righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, right? Ruling and reigning in this life, not just in the one to come. All that we do in life is an investment. We have a choice. Will we invest and sow in the flesh or in the spirit?
Praise God. Someone's going to sow in the Spirit. Amen. We reap what we sow, and we reap in proportion to what we have sown. Cool. Think about that one. Just write that one down and go home and talk to the Lord about it. You know, this is why I want to talk to you about um, spiritual disciplines, like in the coming weeks. It's not to um, place heavy burdens on you of things that you should be doing. It's, it's like, no, this is how you sow in the Spirit. I'm going to teach you how to sow in the Spirit so that you can reap in the Spirit, so that you can reap spiritual things, right? Um, someone who's really good at sowing in the Spirit, Sharon Wilkes. Really good. Phenomenal. One of the best I know. So she sows in the Spirit. She spends time digging through the Word. She spends time in prayer. She prays in the Spirit. She's asking the Lord, what are you doing? She spends time listening to the Lord. What does she reap? Spiritual things. She always has a word in season. She, the Lord tells her who needs support, who needs load-bearing, right? I think um, Sarah just made an observation last week. She, you know, it was all before the service and she looked over and Sharon's talking with someone and all of a sudden they're crying and she's praying for them and she's like ministering to them and then, and then she, you know, Sarah got busy doing something and then she turns around and Sharon's with someone else and, and she's praying with them and like, you know, they're crying. You know, what is that? That's, that's the fruit of Sharon sowing in the Spirit, like she's reaping spiritual benefits and others are partaking of that, right? That, that's, that's where we want to go as believers. We want to be those people that are carrying answers, carrying the kingdom, carrying Jesus carrying peace, carrying joy, carrying love, carrying what people desperately need. Amen? Verse 9. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. This is one that you need to underline. <sighs> Print it out, write it somewhere where you see it. Weary, what does that look like? The dictionary tells me, exhausted in strength, endurance, vigor, or freshness. It also says, having, having one's patience, tolerance, or pleasure exhausted. Has, has anyone ever experienced that before? Has anyone felt weary before? Right? So the Bible here is giving us a principle. What you sow is what you reap. It's giving us a recommendation. Sow in the Spirit. It's giving us a promise. You will reap. And there's a condition. It's a, it's a two-letter word, if. If you don't give up. Right? Principle, 
What you sow is what you'll reap. Recommendation, sow in the... Actually, it's not a recommendation. Sow in the Spirit. That's what you do. I'm going to tell you, sow in the Spirit. Promise, you will reap. Say it. I will reap. Condition, if we do not give up. That tells me that it's possible for believers to get weary right? Because it's in there. It's telling us what we do. So it's, it's not shameful if you're feeling a bit weary. It tells me that sometimes I might even feel like giving up. I've experienced that. There's no shame in that. But there's a promise. Ah. <sighs> We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. The other day, does anyone's um, car ever just start playing random songs from your playlist? Does that happen ever? It happens to me on a regular basis. And sometimes the Lord plays me a song. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like it's the Lord. He's like, this is the song that you need to hear right now. Um, the other day I was driving along and I was just thinking, I was thinking about this scripture. I knew that the Lord wanted to encourage us as a church community about not growing weary, um, and not giving up. And so I was thinking about Galatians 6 and this song popped on and it's got a bridge. I haven't heard it for years. And it says, um, I'll try and sing it. I won't stop when I'm over my head or out of my depths. I know you'll be there. I won't stop when the weather gets rough, the going gets tough. I know you'll be there. And I just felt like the Lord was like, I'm here. He wants you to know he's here. He doesn't go anywhere. When it gets rough, when it gets tough, he is Emmanuel, God with you. You're not a failure if you feel weary. Just get in the circle. Lean into family. Three, three things if you are feeling weary. One, lean into family. Two, sow in the spirit. So in the spirit, even if you don't feel like it, man, get out the word. If you can't get into the word, come, come get with someone who can. We'll read it together. If you can't pray, if you can't, whatever, call us. I'll come pray with you. I'll come pray for you. If you don't have words, I've got some words. And if I don't have words, there's someone else in this room who will have a word, Right? Number three, don't give up. Don't give up. One day at a time. Just get through today, right? Verse 10, so then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith, especially Take a look around. 
These are the people that you especially do good to. What a joy. What a joy. We get to love one another. Praise God. All right. We're going to listen to that song. And if you're feeling weary, if you have felt weary, and if you want a breath of the Holy Spirit, if you want some wind in your sails, be brave, come up the front, and the rest of us are literally going to surround you and just pray for you, all of us, because we're all the body of Christ. <laughs>